the transfer portal is still a thing that's affecting the Sun Devils in good ways and bad. We're here to wrap up what's been going on so far this week on this edition of the Locked on Sun Devils podcast. Our Locked on Sun Devils, your daily podcast on the Arizona State Sun Devils. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome back to the Locked On Sun Devils podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. My name is Richie Bradshaw and I will be your guide for everything Arizona State Sun Devils. As always, thank you guys for tuning in wherever you're getting your podcast. Hit like and subscribe and turn on those notifications to get an update whenever we post new content. And of course, stay in touch with that content by following me on Twitter at RichieBrads36 and the podcast as well at LO underscore Sun Devils. And a special shout out to the everydayers who are here every day. Today's conversation is the transfer portal. It's still a thing. It's going to continue to be a thing, and it's getting ready to open up, or it did open up. I want to say it opened up on Saturday, but I could be wrong. Point is, people are entering the portal again, and the Sun Devils have already had to see six players depart. Uh, Two people have come in, and there is one big rumor that we're going to talk about at the end of the podcast, but Let's go ahead and get started with the losses for the team. I don't think there's been anything substantial so far. And quite frankly, even though there's been six players that have transferred, I feel like these were all probably predictable transfers. So looking at what we've lost, uh, the biggest, most notable name here is quarterback Bennett Meredith. Uh, You also have two offensive linemen, Thomas LeBosher, maybe. My apologies for mispronouncing your name, Thomas and offensive lineman Danny Valenzuela. Then you have three defensive linemen. And when I say defensive linemen, I mean defensive tackles. You lost three of them all in the same day, which was Monday, I believe. At the time of recording this, I believe it was Monday. Um, I'm recording this Tuesday evening. It was yesterday. So yes, uh, at, re- at the time of recording this, it was, it was Monday. But uh, Robbie Harrison, Jaleel Rivera Harvey, and Brandon McElroy are all entering the portal. Here's my take. I already kind of alluded to it. I'm going to expand on it. I feel like these were all losses that you probably were anticipating. Looking at Meredith, the biggest name here. I feel like not a lot of people were familiar with Meredith heading into spring spring camp, and that was completely understandable. He was a freshman last year who redshirted and was part of the scouting department for the Sun Devils, not the department, but like the, their scouting team that they had. He was one of their primary guys. He was one of the leaders on the unit. And he was looked at as a potential starting quarterback for the team with Kenny Dillingham not having any loyalty or allegiance to any of the guys on the roster. And he played very well during spring ball. And it got to a point where you're sitting there and you're like, this guy could be playing power five football somewhere else. Like, unfortunately at Arizona State, he would have needed to have been flawless and then some in order to have gotten a chance to be a starter. Like, yes, there was no loyalties here to anyone, but it it's very much been a three man race between Jaden Rashada, Trenton Borgay and Drew Pine. And Meredith clearly understood that it didn't matter how great he looked. He right, wrong or indifferent probably was just not going to get the opportunity at Arizona state and he's going to go into the portal and he should be highly sought after. 
like I said, this this kid balled out during spring ball. He looks like a starting quarterback for a Power 5 Division One team. I am very confident in what I saw with Meredith, and it's a bummer to see him go because you love the depth, you love the value, you love the character of the person that Meredith is. But you can't hold on to everyone, and in today's college football world, today's college sports world, period, if guys don't have that opportunity – they now have a new opportunity to go and seek an opportunity. The transfer portal presents them a chance to go and get that, get that opportunity that they wouldn't have at their previous school. Like I know a lot of people don't like it because like, Oh, loyalty and whatever. These kids are trying to do what's best for their future. And Bennett Meredith sitting for another year, probably not the best thing for his future right now. The best thing that he can do for himself is get himself into a situation where he can compete right now and he can be a potential starter and a difference maker. That opportunity is just not there at Arizona State, and it's not his fault at all. So this was definitely a transfer that I was anticipating. Does it suck? Of course it does. I, I really liked what we saw with Meredith. I don't want to let him go simply from a selfish standpoint of I want all the talented guys on this team. But for what it's worth, I am really looking forward to where he ends up. He definitely got a fan out of me. I will be rooting on Bennett wherever he goes, whether it is Division One or it's Power Five or it's otherwise. Like, I will be keeping personal tabs on Bennett. I hope you guys will too. I'm not obligating you guys to. But me personally, I'll be watching out for Bennett Meredith wherever he goes. He impressed me. Seems like a great young man, and I'm looking forward to the next step in his career. As far as the offensive linemen go, uh, neither of these guys were really projected to be like full-time starters. So for uh, LeBosher, Boucher, let's go with Boucher. I, I don't know. My apologies. And for uh, Valenzuela, they weren't looked at as guys that were going to be key components, potentially. But at the same time, I've talked about this offensive line before. And I think that right now you just need whatever bodies you can get. So the the losses that you're now sustaining, obviously not ideal. You don't want to lose anyone, whether they were supposed to be playing every single snap or if they were going to be on the bench full time. You don't want to lose those guys. So it does stink to lose them, especially because this is just an offensive line that's going through a lot of transition right now. So we'll see what ends up happening there. Obviously hope the best for them. No hard feelings whatsoever. Defensive tackle, this is certainly an interesting situation. Arizona State did not have a lot of depth at the defensive tackle spot heading into this year. And now they're losing three guys, and two of which could have been starters. With Brandon McElroy leaving, that's depth. I couldn't tell you too much about him if I'm just being totally honest, but you don't want to lose depth. Jaleel Rivera-Harvey has been here for a minute and just has not been able to get that full-time role on the field. And he was outshined by CJ Fight and some of the other guys on the defensive line that look like they could potentially be moving around and getting snaps everywhere. And he's got to look at his future and his opportunity at another program where he could be a full-time starter. Respect that. Robbie Harrison, this is the one that kind of puzzles me. Of the six transfers so far, Robbie Harrison kind of shocks me. And the reason why is because Harrison has played very, very well. 
And after redshirting last year and bulking up and just looking like a much more stout, confident defender that he showed off during spring ball and during the game and everything for him to enter the portal is interesting to me, especially he had entered after Revere Harvey did, and he might've entered after McElroy, but I'm not sure about that. But there, to me, there was a clear role here for him. And that might not be the case anymore. Well, let me, let me back that up a minute. Like, obviously it's not the case cause he's not here. Um, one of the interesting rumors, I guess there's two rumors. So I'll get into one of them now because it has to do with the defensive line. But, uh, Funny enough, Deshaun Mallory, the Michigan State kid, is right back into the drama of will he, won't he be a Sun Devil? And it seems like all signs point to him coming to Arizona State. And if that is the case, he probably is a starter. And if Robbie Harrison is leaving, to me, that tells me that Deshaun Mallory is probably going to be coming to Arizona State. But we'll see. There's nothing definitive on him just yet. But those are the guys who are departing from Arizona state. It's, it's guys that I feel like you understand why they left. Like if like a Elijah Badger had declared, you would be completely speechless and lost. Like these guys, I understand why they're leaving and going for an opportunity. It's not anyone that's like this big gut punch. You don't want to lose any of them. I, can't express that enough like of these six guys i would love to keep all six of them but it's it's just part of the game right now it's part of today's league and these guys are going to be going off and trying to get an opportunity for themselves to be on the football field full time props to them i hope that wherever they go they do get that opportunity all right guys whether it's grand slams or no hitters double plays or whatever have you baseball is back and there's no better place to get in on the Major League Baseball action than FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. That's because right now, new customers can step up to the plate with a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. Just go to FanDuel.com slash locked on, sign up, place your first bet, and get up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if your bet doesn't win. Don't miss your chance at a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 when you join FanDuel today. Just go to FanDuel.com slash locked on to sign up FanDuel official partner of major league baseball. Thank you guys as always for tuning in for my everydayers tomorrow show will be joined by my good friend and probably number one friend of the podcast, Spencer McLaughlin of locked on pac 12 to talk Arizona state Sun Devils football, his overall thoughts as we head into the off season back into our conversation. Now there are two players who have been added via the transfer portal. One of which is a pretty decently big name. And we'll talk about why in just a moment. They are both defensive backs. The first guy to come in is Demetrius Ford, better known as D Ford, not to be confused with the former NFL pass rusher. D Ford, the corner played at Austin pay will be coming to Arizona State for what I believe is his final season. He may have two years. I believe he only has one year. And he'll be looking to play into that kind of nickel role for the team. So he's joining teammate Shamari Simmons, who is also looking for an immediate role with the Sun Devils. And there's a chance here for Ford to do the same thing. There's a lot of shuffling going on in the secondary right now. And outside of Roe Torrance and Chris Edmonds, 
I would tell you there's three spots that are wide open. It's the corner spot across from Torrance. It's the nickel spot. And it's the other safety gig next to Chris Edmonds. I would tell you there's five spots in the secondary. But there truly is just a wide open competition to just play in the secondary period. There's not there's there's not a lot of guys that are on this team right now that you look at and you're like, yeah, he's got to be on the field for 80% of the plays. Like They should be shuffling these guys around to plenty, see what they've got with them, give everybody a chance, give everyone that opportunity to show whether or not they belong on the field full-time or if they are more role players. Like this is a this is a wide open competition, one of the most wide open on the roster, I would say. And D Ford is going to come in and he's probably going to be competing primarily for that nickel role, like I said, against Jordan Clark, who should have the role locked up. The reason why I didn't mention him is because Jordan Clark has experience at safety. And if they want to play Clark at safety, he's a he's locked into that. If they want to play him at nickel, He's locked in there. Basically, for Ford, I would tell you that he's probably going to be like Jordan Clark's primary backup, no matter where Clark ends up on the field, because they're very similar guys. And I feel like that's just best business for you is to have those guys that are similar together, playing similar positions and similar roles together. So for D Ford, I think he's definitely got an inside track to be the nickel guy behind Jordan Clark. If Clark is a starting free safety, then I think that there's an opportunity for D Ford to be the starting nickel guy. If Clark is the starting nickel, I would assume Ford is the primary backup there and could potentially get a spot anywhere else in the secondary. But there really is going to be a lot of competition here, which brings me to the next guy who's a little bit bigger of a name. Definitely not somebody that like is going to blow you away but you'll recognize the name. It's Roman Rashada. And yes, that Rashada. Jaden is his brother and Harlan is his father. Roman Rashada is a former four-star prospect who was playing recently at Old Miss and is now coming to Arizona State to play at his father's school where his father played defensive back for the Sun Devils back in the 90s. And he's playing with his brother who could be the starting quarterback for the Sun Devils. It's definitely a feel-good story. You love the family aspect and the bloodlines and the potential for the um, legacy aspect of it for for Roman to come in here and maybe be as good as his dad, if not better. His dad was a great special teamer. I don't know if that's in Roman's future, but who knows? Like, like I said, similar to D Ford, I won't repeat a bunch of the same stuff over again. But this is a secondary that is wide open right now, and there's plenty of competition. Now, for Roman, he's definitely going to be more of a safety, and he'll be looking for that role next to Chris Edmonds. He'll be competing with Shamari Simmons, uh, Xavier Alford, and Montana Warren, I would say, are probably his top three competitors for playtime right now. The thing that Rashad has got going for him is he does have some good game experience during his time with the Rebels. He's a former highly recruited kid, and... He's, uh, oh my goodness, I, I lost train of thought of where I was going to go. But what was I going to say? That's going to frustrate me. Point is, he's got a little bit of a better resume compared to Alfred and uh, Simmons because Alfred just hasn't been on the field too much. I feel like those two can kind of go hand in hand as both power five players who've got the talent. But Simmons coming from Austin Pay doesn't exactly have power five experience. Montana Warren is a freshman. He's naturally going to be behind some of these other guys that do have experience. So for Roman Rashada, 
in a worst case scenario, this is just great depth and value to add to your secondary. He's got multiple years of experience left or eligibility, not experience. He's got multiple years of eligibility left. So he could be with this team beyond 2023. And again, I think the biggest thing that you just have to love here is the legacy aspect of you could potentially have something really cool here and really special if him and Jaden are able to get it clicking and live up to their dad's uh, legacy. It's just a cool little thing. Those are the two guys we've added so far. One more time, thank you guys as always for tuning in and making Lock on Tunnels your first listen of the day. And again, if you guys are tuning in tomorrow, looking at you, everydayers, we've got Spencer McLaughlin from Locked On Pac-12 joining me to talk Arizona State Sun Devils football heading into the offseason. Two rumors for Arizona State. We touched on one of them briefly. We'll kind of touch on that a little bit more as a Deshaun Mallory defensive tackle coming from Michigan State. I, I had talked about him a lot during the early months of the year as potentially coming in and being a full-time starter for the team and who knows, maybe being like that Nessa Jade Silvera veteran guy on the defensive line. And there was just so much going on behind the scenes where we just didn't know whether or not he was even going to make it to the school in time. And he wasn't part of spring practices and it appeared he wasn't going to be a part of the Sun Devils team at all. And now those rumors are heating right back up. We see three defensive linemen enter the portal. All signs feel like they're pointing to Deshaun Mallory being a Sun Devil. I will be keeping my eyes very close on this situation. If he is a Sun Devil, I feel like he's a locked in starter. Like I don't, it, first of all, the depth has departed. So it's not like there's a ton of competition for him. But secondly, you want those veterans up front. And Mallory is perfect exemplary kind of guy for that role. I think he would only have one year of eligibility, but he would hopefully, like I said, be that Nessa Jade Silvera kind of guy that you plug into the front of your defense and have him plug up gaps, eat up space, maybe get some sacks. But bottom line, he's the veteran that you probably need for that defensive line. We'll be keeping an eye close on that. The big rumor, the big exciting rumor here is wide receiver Jordan Hudson from TCU has entered the portal. I've seen people call him a five-star. I saw on 24-7 Sports he was a four-star, so maybe he's one of those guys that's like, it depends where you look. He is entering the portal and conveniently put on Twitter, tagged our receiving coach, Rashad Samples, and said, hey, what's the plan? That is very interesting to me. That tells me that there is a very very obvious interest to come and play for Rashad samples at Arizona state to come and play for Kenny Dillingham. And this, this team that has got so much abundance of talent at receiver. It truly would feel like putting a hat on a hat at this point, if you added Jordan Hudson, but who am I to complain about adding highly talented kids to this wide receiver room? If you were to add Jordan Hudson with the, the talent that you have right now of Elijah Badger and, uh, Xavier Guillory, the way he's dominated, those three alone, oh, I don't know how you're stopping them. I truly don't. Um, you've got the depth, too. You've got Mel Constaval, Jake Smith, Troy O'Mare, um, Giovanni Sanders. There's so much talent at wide receiver right now. Guys, I didn't name either. There's a lot to work with here. So Jordan Hudson saying he's interested in Arizona State, 
to me, this would be more of him projecting for himself and thinking that this would pay off down the road. Because I don't know how the snaps are going to work out at all for these receivers right now, short of Badger and probably Guillory, based off of the way he played in spring practice. There is so many reps that need to be divided up amongst so many talented receivers, former four-star kids and guys who were producing in other programs. Like there's a lot of competition here and Hudson wanting to come to Arizona state is very interesting to me. And it'll be something that I'm going to take a deeper look at something I'm going to be monitoring, but I'll tell you what, if he does come to Arizona state, it doesn't matter who's going to be the quarterback, man. They have no excuse to not toss 3,500 yards, maybe even 4,000 yards this year, and more than 16 touchdowns. Like, this is going to be a drastically improved wide receiver room. This will be a drastically improved passing attack, period. But adding Jordan Hudson is so interesting, and it'll be something that I keep an eye out for. I hope that you guys are keeping an eye out too. And I hope that you'll be paying attention for any other news that comes up with the Sun Devils because you know that as soon as it comes up, I'll be sure to cover it here on the Locked on Sun Devils podcast. So wherever you're getting your podcast, make sure you hit like and subscribe and turn on those notifications so you get an update whenever we post new content and stay in touch with that content by following me on Twitter at RichieBrads36 and the podcast as well at LO underscore Sun Devils. I'll see you guys next time with my good friend, Spencer McLaughlin, to talk all things Arizona State Sun Devils football. Until then, you keep it locked right here on Locked on Sun Devils.